This is a Stand Up Labs production, powered by digital media. Okay, our guests today are like one of my best friends from like back in Boston growing up, Sean Pierre Regis, and his mom, Rebecca Dan Angelis. They made this movie, Duty Free Film. It's about her being like 75 and getting fired and trying to find a job and then like doing like an eat, pray, love thing. It's fucking dope, Karen. Uh, episode is so funny, you guys. Go support Kickstarter, Duty Free. Um, enjoy the episode. Happy Mother's Day. We fucking love you. And don't get it twisted. This mother, Rebecca, is not a lesbian. <laughs> Podcast. This is Unhirable with White Karen and Go To Gay Tommy. Hey. Okay, so this is exciting because one of my oldest friends is here with his mom to celebrate Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Jean-Pierre Regis Ooh. and Rebecca Danangelis. Did I do it right? You did. I did it. Okay, why are you guys here? <laughs> tell Jean-Pierre, tell everybody why you're here. Sure. Okay, what's so up? So we're here because uh, I am working on a documentary film with my mom. It's called Duty Free. And um, basically, my mom got fired from her job about eight months ago. Mazel tov. So, High yeah, five, right? girl. Get it. And so she's doing all the things she could never do while she was working. We're ticking off a bucket list of sorts. <gasps> Unemployment's of such a blessing. Okay, but is it yeah. just eat, pray, love? <laughs> no, I mean, some of it is really powerful. I mean, and, and so some of the items that we're actually getting into are... You know, she's going to go skydiving. She wanted to take what? a hip-hop class girl. with a dancer from Hamilton, but... Are you going to have sex with a girl? I mean, I'm just throwing <laughs> <laughs> out How eat, love, are we going? Finish. <laughs> <laughs> See the video. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, no, and she went to go visit the grave of her sister, so we're knocking off all these things, but the, the, um, the pin, pinch is that my mom is 75 and really can't afford to live a life of just doing bucket list items and so she's applying to jobs uh, trying to get back into the workforce but at 75 it's not that easy as you'd imagine Uh nobody wants to hire her so anyway the film really looks at her living her best life but also struggling to live at the same time okay but what about jobs where being 75 is like an asset like au pairing or something do you know what I mean like a nurturing job where somebody needs someone with like experience and wisdom and like maternal instincts who's been through it she'd be great at that mom I've done that so why not why did you look into that? I mean, that's well. No, I haven't. Uh, I pretty much feel comfortable working in the field that I've been in in housekeeping and and um, uh, and mm-hmm. stuff like that, putting housekeeping systems into hotels. Uh, well, how? I why guess. is it so hard to find a job then doing that? Like, because your age would be uh, like you have so much experience. Well, the thing is, the jobs that are available now, unless you're working in that kind of work, you know, domestic work or. or housekeeping and stuff. I'm not a millennial. I didn't learn. I mean, I was born before they had calculators. So for me... Oh my God, to what, did you, did you ne- just have a thousand fingers? So I learned on an abacus. You know, I, I oh literally learned on an abacus That's in the school in England. Yes. Wow. How to add and stuff like that. So but you were no. born in a war... Like it was the end of a war in a country you were born in. It was in, during right? the war. Oh my god, I have such a good yeah. idea. What if you made artisanal abacuses for <laughs> rich hipster families in Brooklyn? Oh my god, I just uh, <laughs> You will make a few thousand dollars. Yeah. You'll make tens so, of cents. <laughs> I did uh, so so I, I you know, I grew up during the war, but uh now, when when you come to apply for jobs, you know, you mostly go through indeed or those big things. Mm. 
when you apply and it says last year grade school attended and then you scroll down and it stops at 1976, well, hello. <laughs> I graduated from college when in 1958. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there are, there the are small one. ways that they keep people out. Like, they keep out, yeah, like, yeah. It's like, when did you graduate from college? It, and you scroll down and there's nothing before 1976, <laughs> oh right? So like, God. what are you going to do? It's basically <laughs> like, it. don't it's apply like here. You sit in the back of the bus and then it's only half a bus. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get these special tests now. It's almost like, you know, I mean, uh, I, I mean, I'm planning to be a housekeeping supervisor, or a housekeeping manager, and then it will say, uh, "What is the sum of three quarters minus 0.53 plus whatever?" Like I'm going like, to be teaching Pythagoras' theorem yeah. to somebody. <laughs> All I want to show them is this is where you make a room. A, you do this. B, you do that. C, you do that. Right. So it, they make it Weird. very just to see where you're at. You got to take the SATs for every freaking job. That right. sucks. That's it. Yeah, that's. That and then they you. Based on your experience, we're sending you a listing of the following. Aeroflight space engineer, number one. <laughs> number two, pipe fitter. Must be able to drive a... Semi. Uh, yeah. I'm not, um, I mean, it's very difficult unless people know you. So what I do is, is I'll go in and say hello and people who know who I am. Hello. Here I am. What have you got? Yeah. You, know? yeah, you searching your social networks? Are you on Facebook? Because if you post to Facebook, somebody's going to yeah. answer well, you. Well, I'm on Facebook. And again, uh, so I'm doing a little something part-time right now yeah, to, yeah, keep, yeah. to keep me to keep me going. But Where do you live? Because you lived in the hotel that you were the housekeeping supervisor in for I years, am, right? She was the I'm director of housekeeping. I was director of operations. Yeah. So, yeah. Director of operations. I'm still living there. But I mean, in, in the end of August, my lease will be up. You're so, so Lindsay Lohan right now. So <laughs> was this a non-profit? Or am I, are we allowed to say what it was? Um, where it was? We can legally talk about it, but we'd rather talk about what's happening moving forward. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so then the question I just to have say, is... F them. Well, oh, okay, gotcha. Do they, so you left are on they bad giving, terms. Can I ask a personal question? Is sure. Are they giving you any sort of severance? For how mm. long have you been doing this job? I've been working with this particular company for 12 years. Okay, is that? But you've been in this building for how long? I've been in this building for thirty-four years. <laughs> okay, so uh, another. Uh, and they've been the, very uh, good. I, I should say. What happened? Did they post a shitty September, picture on Instagram? My mom may not be living in that building anymore. So okay. yeah, I mean, I but but they've been very good enough. about you know helping you know towards that I can live there <laughs> later on. Maybe. So you worked yeah. for one company. It was bought by another company. You've yeah. been working in the same position for yeah. how long? Thirty-four years. She's been working at the hotel for 12 I was years. Work, I've been working at other hotels for, for 40 years. Okay, but got it. So while working at one major hotel, mm -hmm. the company, which happens to be a nonprofit, decided to turn part of their building where I am living and have been living uh -huh. into a hotel. So they asked me to go and help them put it together, which I did. Perfect for you. After two years, they brought in a management company in the same building, and mm. I've been working for them since. So since 2004, I've been actively involved just with this particular hotel I just so left. whose fault is this? Is it Trump or Obama? Uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's my fault, <laughs> for one no, thing. Come on. One thing is I was too old, and the other is I was not. I mean, Heart this was a business decision that I was terminated from the job. Okay. It's not that I had done anything wrong, but I am not skills ready for the type of position that has replaced 
mine. I see. And that's what companies are doing now. Once something's running very well, mm-hmm. they say, okay, that department's running well, that department's running well. Let's bring in somebody to oversee the whole thing and we'll mm-hmm. save a salary. So is this about automation ultimately? Is it the part, parts of your job are becoming automated or becoming uh, computerized? They're not being automated, but they don't need anybody at that rate of pay in that position. When, it's from, when I went in, I started the operation off. I got it going. I made all the checklists. I did oversaw the whole thing and taught other people to do that. Yeah. Now it's someone's going to overlook. I, I don't know if it's so, so much automation, but I think uh, we can talk about, you know, in terms of the digital divide. It is, a lot of the things are becoming, uh, are going to digital. They're going to apps, some of the programs. My mom never got any training to do that kind of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Um, so you're yeah. still, you're analog. Yeah, super mm-hmm. analog. And so uh, I think that, that that's the part. But when you talk about Trump and Obama, I mean, throughout shooting this whole film, I started to think more and more about my mom didn't vote for Trump, but she can't vote. But oh, um, and uh, she wouldn't have. But um, but she does remind me a lot of the Trump voter, right? Like that was in, a rapid industry, fire disclaimer. In, in, <laughs> yeah, no, but an industry taken away from mm-hmm. her yeah. and um, yes. and no real support to get back, right? Hey, like, you, we I, are the white working class, including you, Jean Pierre. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> this is. Black. I am, I am, you know, one drop rule after all. <laughs> Then what about Medicaid? What are, what's going to happen then when they take away Medicaid and, and home and we, meals on wheels and all that? I'm going to be one of those people. I'm going to be. I'm 75 now, but I'm going to yeah. be 85 and 95. Well, and you I'm, raised I'm, a I'm hustler. riddled with diseases, so it's going to affect me too. <laughs> it's going to be some shit. I have a disabled son. You know, Jean Pierre, what's wrong with you? <laughs> we knew it. Nobody <laughs> has a disabled brother. That's yeah. my concern. It's, yeah. I mean, by myself, I can hustle. I can go up, but it's. Sure. Not just as a mother and having to work, I still have that responsibility, even though my son is 34. I have that responsibility to look out for yeah. him and, yeah, and get those services for him. Oh my God, having kids must be such a nightmare. Am mm-hmm. I right? <laughs> what Depends. a nightmare. They're th- in the 30s, he's still not done with it. <laughs> oh my God, kill me. Which side is Jean Pierre on? <laughs> Be honest. The he's the prodigal side. son. <laughs> oh, really? The I prodigal. have wonderful. My other son is wonderful too. It's just that he's more of a liability. Jean Pierre wore the same sweater every single day. That's how I remember <laughs> him. My mom's favorite sweater, the one he, with the teddy bear on it? Is yeah. a teddy bear? Oh, I, every, every Christmas I take it out. And I send it to him, I think you left this behind. And every time he comes, he leaves it behind. And every year I find it and send back this. She bought this. two of them because she loved them so much. They're beautiful. And so did you. I did. How did you teddy bear? Yes. It said RL at the bottom, and that's all I needed. You nice are girl. the disabled son. <laughs> yeah. Confirm this. Yes. <laughs> you autistically wear sweaters. Like, we get it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Daily. The same every day. Can you give your mom a break? She's looking for a job. <laughs> she can't carry your ass, Jean Pierre. <laughs> Grow up for two seconds. But this actually kind of reminds me of my mother in, in a similar way, where, I mean, did you go? To, can I ask? Did you go to college? Yes, I did. You did go to college. I, I won uh, in England. You have a, there's a program uh, where you can take a scholarship when you're ten, and I was what? one of the few that was chosen to take a scholarship. I went to college when I was eleven. <gasps> I went to the Book Arts You're college. a genius. And then um, once I went left there, I went to Lise Weil in Brussels in Belgium. <gasps> did you I, tell I these abacus hating motherfuckers that you went to college at ten? <laughs> I went to, and that's the whole thing. Is what? Like I smoked your calculator. Me. 
totally irrelevant, you know, some of the questions they asked. I'd rather them come in, talk to me, see me, see. You know, most people think of people of 75 or someone going in, a little uh, push thing. Ooh, I'm not one of those people. <laughs> I'm going to go that. anywhere. So I'm going to say, and I'm going to talk. I'm not going to sit back. I'm going to say, this is what we need to do. You're charming. And work on it. Okay, can I tell you, if I went into a hotel and I had any problem whatsoever and you came out uh, glowing like an angel totally. to, to fix it, <laughs> I would be so, I would be leaving positive Yelp reviews like literally left and right. Well, we've had a lot of them, but you know, the thing is, is when Marriott, let's talk about Marriott, when he okay. owned the hotel, no computer, no TV, no nothing. Wait, Marriott's a dude? Marriott, Bill Marriott, <gasps> the Marriott Hotel Corporation. He I was the only could... original. Is there a Steve Doubletree or how does this work? <laughs> <laughs> no, but Bill Marriott, the, well, Marriott started Conrad. the thing. And Conrad, yeah. So, uh, when, but he could go into the lobby of any hotel and they could say, hello, Mr. Uh, Mr. Steve, nice to see you again. Are you still drinking scotches? You have an anniversary. You're bringing that group back on. Usually come in August, don't you? He knew it all in his head because he knew his... And that's how the hotel industry grew. Right. It used now to be a lot people. of it is computerized. Mm -hmm. Now there's the wake-up call. The, you don't knock on the door anymore. It, it's yes. the, the service is gone. Although some wonderful companies carry on and you know promote that, that great hospitality from times gone by. I'm just like so shocked that it's this hard for you to find employment when now I feel like there's kind of like a throwback culture where of like abacuses and like going a little bit back to an aid because it is so impersonal. Where do you and see people a are like, we need the working. human. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I worry but about this for my mother too because she's constantly worried. She's almost 70, but doesn't have a college degree and works as a school secretary. Well, that's it. What about like education or like early education? I, that mm -hmm. sounds like a huge pain in the ass. But, but do you have the patience? Because like, I mean, my mother's I know, the I best. Don't. She was a teacher forever and like at a certain point, she like has patience for her grandchildren, but like, yeah. not, and for like other kids, but like for their parents, my mother was like going to have a fucking heart oh, attack. Well, parents so are the I'm worst part of hard. children. I, was, I had to be organized. I had to be, I had to be, they had to fall into my work pattern, which meant working every holiday, every your weekend. Your children. Yeah. You're talking about your two sons, yeah, yeah, your two boys, because yeah. you're a single mother. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. You raised two boys I, by two yourself. Boys. And my daughter, I had to send to England when she was four. He had, they have a sister. Um, and uh, what the yeah, fuck? What is, is going on with this family? <laughs> I have known Jean Pierre for like 20 <laughs> years. This is father. literal news. This to silent me. sister? Because What's up with this sister? My, I was very, what? when I first became to America, then I became ill and I had my daughter. I sent it to my family. They took her, they raised her and everything. And um, so she didn't really, she was born like 12 years before. She's yeah. 46. I mean, she's like 46 anyway. now. Did yeah. you know about your sister your whole life, or did you like discover uh, her in like? Do you have I a memory did, of being I, like? I, I oh. did. I, I met her when I was really young, um, and I knew she was about. And but my mom and her didn't really talk so much, um, you know, growing up. Really, she was no. she was raised by your family in and England. My sister, who died. And yeah. that it'll come out in the documentary. I mean, we did one of the the Spoiler bucket list alert. items that we did was to, my mom wanted to go bake a. a a cake with the granddaughter that she'd only met once. Years. Her my my uh, sister's daughter, her daughter, my mom's daughter, my mom's daughter. daughter's daughter. I'm um, her mother. And so that was one of her things. So we got to do that. But of course, while we were out there, 
I talked to the sister about what it felt like being sent away. Did you say the sister instead of my sister? Uh, well, I'm, yeah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I said it, uh, the sister. Oh, my God. Sorry, I was thinking as a producer, a, but really my family. sister. Yeah. No, but listen, I, I think she's great. I, I love her, um, it, but at she's the end of the day, I didn't grow up with her, right? So there is a little it's bit a of a difference. divide between us, um, and, and ah. more like a, a locale divide, a um, emotional divide, a, all of those things. But 3,000-mile divide yeah. across the pond, yeah. So, yeah, it's hard. I mean, when you have a sister that you don't really know um that it's hard to i don't what well, i kept being like my mom my mom mm-hmm. asking her about my mom and really i should have said mom or yeah, our mom but she, it's yeah. hard did After you say she slapped you across the face you're like i'm so sorry <laughs> you're not our mom she gets it she gets it well, yeah well, they've come a lot closer since we're on this bucket list so i went over to bake a cake get them to reunite and she had this conversation explaining how she felt about me having to send her away because i had to work with I, I was very ill yeah. and now the, the family this is bringing the family back together you know the the documentary of us understanding the whys and everything i did have a sister i never told you is anger surfacing in this what what emotions are surfacing but like was there any anger in this conversation with the sister that i cannot believe i had no clue you knew (laughs) (laughs) i can't believe it i think that you'll you'll see that in her interview and i and of course i'm very defensive in my response i'm saying well look here joanna you have to think about it i did what i had to do at the time so consider it lost luggage I mean a very insensitive <laughs> way of me saying this you had you didn't have it you leave it behind it's gone it's not coming back how now can we proceed yeah suing yeah. the airline so, <laughs> obviously <laughs> welcome to the modern age <laughs> so, 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 but but it, it's an understanding yeah. of I was so wrapped up in my work I had to yeah. be there that I never really uh, a shame on me but yeah, yeah but you know what but but maybe not shame on you does she like now that she's an adult because I know as an adult now I have a lot more compassion and empathy yeah. for my parents and what they went through because yeah. I realized they were so young yeah. no they weren't so so young but I'm 30 they were like in their early 30s when yeah. they had me yeah. so I get it like yeah. they went through some shit it was yeah. I can't even imagine the stress of it when I was little and you know yeah. my teenage years and early adulthood like I resented them for so much stuff but like they're just people and they were yeah. doing their mm-hmm. best and it sucked for them a lot of the time mm-hmm, totally. you know like, yeah. doesn't has she come around at all and been like, all right, like, I'm a grown-up, so it must have sucked for you? She's come around a lot, I would mm. say, in the past year, wouldn't you? Since this is all broke and yeah, yeah, yeah. I she's think been she's, to stay she's since coming and around. she's coming around, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that there's a lot. There's so much there that needs to be unpacked that I can't even imagine going through. Like, not having a mom, but then also to have a mom who, who is actively raising kids somewhere else. Yes, that was you. it, I yeah, mean, yeah. Do you have the same dad? No. no. Was your sister? No, okay. no, no. Mom's first husband. I was married to John Dana Jealous. I never married again after. An Italian guy? Greek. Greek. Greek, Dana yeah. Jealous. There we go. Okay. Very good looking. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. So did she look like your family or was she like dark she looked and Greek? Exactly Mediterranean? Like my mom. Oh, she wow. looks like she looks me, exactly but she has like dark her. hair and brown dark eyes. Hair, yeah. yeah. Interesting. So she looks like if you two had a kid. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yes, she does. Well, Kishambia, yeah. your father is a Haitian immigrant. Haitian right? immigrant, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He voted for Donald Trump. Yes, he did. Which is also kind of fabulous. We yeah. don't have to talk we about it. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about this? Now, you're an immigrant. You're an immigrant who hustled. Like, you were telling me a little off the air. I think it's so interesting. You moved here at what age? Oh, I was, um, when I first came over here, I was, uh, I was in my 30s. 30, oh, I thought you were going to say yeah, 12 yeah, after you'd yeah. gra- gotten your doctorate. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> With your husband at the time? No. You met him I here? I came over here to America. I met him while I was over here. He was a professor at Wayne State University. 
And he, um, I would stay here for a year. Then I went back to England. He sent me the plane to please come back and marry me. And that's what happened. I came back. We wow. were married for uh, five years. Literally, if we had Joanne. Had Joanne. And after Never. five years, we got divorced. And um, wow, you literally lived the American dream. Yes, you came you over did. here. You found some smart, hot black dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> five years, got divorced. Yeah. That's how you do it. It was well, Greek. Well, it was he was Greek. white. He was oh, white. Oh, he was yeah. white. Yeah. 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 Although Sherrod Small. Never mind. Greeks are black. He said everybody's black. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Cleopatra yeah. was black. I don't know if you guys yeah. know this, but it's certainly uh, very, black, very handsome guy. Yeah. Very yeah. handsome guy. Yeah. Problem yeah. is, he, again, the, the culture was wonderful, got along with me. The family could never accept the fact that of he had course. married somebody that was not not Greek. You Did know, you tell friends. them that you were white? You were, Hello, uh, you guys. Uh, get it together. Right. I'm white. I am so, the colonizer. Yeah. Oh, my God. Literally. Yeah, well, I didn't have much voice in those days, so. But now my voice now is so big enough. That's yeah. right. True. Yeah, yeah. It's my, all about me now. Do you feel yeah, like? So you moved here. I, I <laughs> want. I don't want to like harp on like the interviewing aspect <laughs> no, no, of this. No, no, go ahead. But your like story is so interesting. So you come here. You're married to this guy. How did you end up like? Going from job to job to job because you were describing because your work after schedule. my divorce, I didn't work when I when when I when I when I was married to him and I had Joanna. I didn't have to work until after our divorce. Then I had to find a job. And mm. you two raised her until the age of four together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so, so you you've raised- been through this trying to find a job thing after having not been in the workforce a bunch of times. Well, actually, it was very easy to get a job when I was first looking for it. Although that time, I didn't need French-speaking translators, which is what I worked with the British government as a French translator. It's cool. actually what I did. So bougie. It was my thing. Right. But they didn't need French-speaking people then. They needed people who spoke Spanish. And I, at that time, I didn't speak Spanish. So, but my family had always right? had bed and breakfast, but yeah. I knew the, the food and beverage and the hotel industry. So I applied to Stouffer's Frozen Foods, who had a string of family restaurants, Stouffer's restaurants. No kidding. In those days, they didn't have the frozen food. Run so. by who? John Stouffer? By Stouffer's. <laughs> they had five hotels as well. Really? And they the frozen, moved me the frozen from lasagna yes, people. Yes, had a hotel yeah, chain. Had, they had... Uh, no Were shit. they called Stouffer's Hotels? Fam- Did they serve you cold no air coa. food <laughs> frozen hotels. into a yeah. brick? <laughs> but they had frozen <laughs> foods. They didn't have frozen foods. They had fresh foods. Very, very long lines. Then they decided to what? turn automation into frozen foods to save on payroll. And stuff stuff like so anyway, that. that was your first job was with Sofers, just to bring this Sofers, back. yeah. <laughs> but working as Bridget. <laughs> I also worked yeah. at Dunkin' Donuts before I got to Stover's in the morning. I used to make 12 cheesecakes a week for an Italian restaurant. You've been and on my the ground girlfriend floor of and every I business. had a catering service. I cooked, she served, and we both cleaned my up. My mom was like sh- shuffling donuts at a Dunkin' Donuts on 8 Mile. Really? In yeah. Detroit. Like, okay, so let me tell you, I made more money there. I rented an apartment. The apartment, I only earned $48, $90 a week from Stouffer's. What year is this? You were making 1973, 1974. Okay, okay. cool. $90 a week there. But I used to go to Dunkin' Donuts in the morning. I used to see this lorry couple. I know he likes like, the honey glaze. Okay, so the usual, so 200 glasses of cup of coffee, let me just tell you. Before I went to work in the morning, I made the other job, I'd made $15 in tips. I run a $900 month apartment at the restaurant. Oh, I don't know that I have anything available, sir. Oh, I've been sorry. 
a little ten dollar goes in the hand. Oh, I do believe I see. I <laughs> oh, open it. Yes. I have palm cash. Hustle. I hustle. You're a hustler. I hustle, but I loved it. And I love people, and I love interacting with people. And let's not forget. But that's the best. Hustlers are the ones who love people and yeah. get people. My mom. I know that we're, this is radio uh, podcasting, but my mom. We'll stick to radio. Thank you. Beautiful. Yeah. Is beautiful, but also was stunning back in the seventies. Like. Crazy body, like crazy, like looked like it's sixty-seven pounds. A, a freaking <laughs> is that true? Bombshell. You are short. Wow, holy! Not bombshell. sixty-seven. I was then. Not now. Not so now. Said, pounds? American pounds. Yeah. Fuck yeah. out of here. People were giving her <laughs> Tiny, money every small. which way. I'm sure. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. They were throwing donuts at you. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't wait to give you donuts. <laughs> Can I ask a question? Okay, about the hotels. Like, do you know who like the big hotel people were? Do you know like their secrets? Like. Mm, Who the question. Hiltons were fucking, and you you must have <laughs> no, known. Yeah, yeah, you do. Or what drugs I, they were doing? I don't know anything about that. crazy <laughs> parties. It's yeah, really most very very strict, uh, you know, rules even for employees in 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 uh, most you know hotel chains. Yeah, and but come on. Privacy. Okay, People regardless of up. the big come regards on. to the come big on, names, wow. what's like the craziest thing that you've ever seen left in a like the state that you've seen a room in? Hotels are famously batshit. Yeah. Well, I should tell you, once I was in the restaurant, I moved to Stouffer's uh, in across the street, the hotel. <laughs> Still wrapping my mind around the Stouffer's yeah. thing. <laughs> uh, the Rolling Stones happened to say in a room and on the pillowcase. Jizz uh, everywhere. The guy, who was the guy that had written, <laughs> written on the pillowcase, somebody eats snot. <laughs> Ooh, they were so cheeky. Say old guy. That's Which one? The Rolling Stones. I mean, they're all a thousand. You're talking about Mick Jagger? <laughs> Mick or, Jagger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stayed there. And he wrote on the pillowcase, somebody, somebody, Mickey Mouse eats snot or something like that. He was on so many Do you drugs. know, I took that pillowcase and I turned it in. I was so offended that somebody would write something like that. <laughs> I turned it into the hotel. Do you know later on they sold that damn pillowcase for how much money? Yeah. Well, yes. you are very British. I, yes. I forget how British you are. That's a very British <laughs> thing to take offense to. Yeah, snot's <laughs> the kindest thing he's ever written on a pillow. Yeah, I know. Well, they thought that they'd ruin one of my pillowcases. That very, very <laughs> Those cheeky oh, little monkeys. It's about the, it's about the pillowcase. <laughs> it's not about the snot. <laughs> My mom takes her job very seriously. I'm I'm so much happier now. Do you put this on your CV? Yeah. <laughs> this is how much I cared. Come on, this is your this is your resume from now, and you'll just point people to this. But for real though, what are we going to do about you? Like, what are you going to do for work? This besides is crazy. jump out of a plane. I am very lucky that I have a little part time opportunity at the moment you yeah. know but i'm looking i'm looking for a a, a full-time opportunity what do you do what's the part we're gonna are keep our ears drugs? open for you. <laughs> are you moving mad weed <laughs> <laughs> it's in a hotel My mom's never smoked very, so it is very, weed. yeah <laughs> very very ah, good hotel chain good very, very nice and you, they took me even at 75 years of age even just for 18 hours a week and it's 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 okay. So you have but a you know little something, and then are you a citizen? You're not a citizen. I'm a green card holder. Oh, I'm permanent okay. resident. So what does that mean? Legal. I'm what does legal. that mean? It means <laughs> that I can work here. I can pay as well. I must pay taxes. I cannot serve on jury duty. I cannot own a you company, lucky bitch. and I cannot vote. <laughs> Okay. That's all. And I cannot hold government office. So, so you're you... Jehovah's Witness. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Exactly, yeah. So uh, that's all that I can't do. Okay. 
but uh, I had to pay the same tax as everybody else. I had the opportunity to become a citizen Ooh. at why any didn't you time. Do it? So British taxation without because, representation. Because, and I'll tell you why. Circle. There you go. Because <laughs> I never knew I'd be here this long. I never knew. And thank God in this situation is mm. that if I had to return to England as a, as a British subject, I can get um, pension. Oh, you can? I can, if I return to England and permanently stay there. So you got national, a plan B. National Health I mean, Service. System. You have a, a I come back for three months. My brother is my disabled Hello. son. He's oh, not a say, citizen. He won't be mm, able to get the National Health Service. Okay. Can't, he can't get it through you. He, he can't, can't be get naturalized. Okay, through so here's you? the interesting thing about citizenship, and I'm actually going to apply to be a British citizen. Shut but up. Why? I'm going to try. Are you over it here? No, I just want dual citizenship. But I looked it up. I have one. Thank you so much. It's it's you can only be a British citizen if your parent if your dad is right <gasps> or if your mom is but you okay. were born before 19 like seven yeah yeah what yeah, are you yeah. fucking abacus get the fuck yeah. out of here no, he was <laughs> okay. yeah 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 who was yeah. born between and before 1978 that's yeah, so rude it's only so if rude. you were born to a British <laughs> 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 you remember those days no no I was minus a million yeah but it's just fucked up that it's like a patriarchal thing. Like if you're born to a man, yeah, yeah. then it's fine. That's but how much they hate the Jews. Let's get the women groups like, going. Yes. Uh, I'm not a Trump supporter, you know. I'm definitely an Obama supporter. <laughs> yeah. Not a Clinton a supporter, Democrat. I note that you yeah. said, yeah. which is the correct answer. Yeah. It is the correct yeah. answer. Yeah. No yeah. more Clintons. Yeah. Yep, thank you. Hashtag never Chelsea. <laughs> well, again, not being involved too much. Well, all I know is I do not like the current situation. That's all I'm saying. What's to like? Yeah, I mean, we don't like it either. I mean, it's I'm great afraid. for this podcast. We're scary. all going to yeah. die. I really, like, scary. I don't know. Like, nuclear? What is it? Theresa May, though, what are you going to do? You have another lunatic know, when you go over yeah. there. That's what I said recently on the post it, this this world leadership style seems to be coming like a trend like they're all adopting the same although I, I do know. have hope for Macron you know well, in, in Paris you're, mm. you're, you're more optimistic than I am <laughs> I don't, like it all depends who old. becomes friends with his 39 he's like my yeah and his wife is like your age for me really <laughs> yes. how old is this girl she's like 70 she's no. like late 60 yeah, really 60, yeah. maybe 65 how is this the first I'm hearing of this oh yeah I love them now yeah, they yeah. were dating what is they've that? been dating for yeah. a while too since he was yeah. born probably <laughs> <laughs> she was his wet nurse <laughs> um, I have an amazing job opportunity for you <laughs> French president <laughs> he must be 13 <laughs> Baron Trump needs grooming yeah yeah, get it on the ground floor. There's a baby Trump for you. <laughs> you were going to say wet nurse, but you couldn't do it. Oh, uh, it's that. your mother. I'll say it. You can be Baron Trump's wet nurse. Yes. Um, oh, that is disgusting. I'm sorry. But no, I think that You've this been a is... good sport about our horrible jokes. Thank, oh, you. thank you. I actually asked Sean Pierre. <laughs> like, get me out of we here. We are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I literally asked Sean Pierre, I was like, is your mom going to be able to handle it? Kidding. She's I been through some so. shit. Yeah. She's been there, f- done that. Yeah. She was born in, during World uh, War II. Okay, yeah. so you come here in your 30s. You're born in 41. You come here early 70s. You're coming like right after like the summer of love. It's like post 60s. Detroit meet- riots in Detroit. The people, or most of the guys, are away at a war. I hadn't heard about because wow. in England we didn't have the TV till 1958. What? I come over to America. I'm thinking I'm going to see all these. I don't ever seen cowboy movies like Hopalong Cassidy. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'm going to see guys coming on horses outside the bars. No, I see all these big spicy, but 
skyscrapers and I'm, you know. How did you end up from there? I, were you so disappointed you, at the lack of hot cowboys? You, you, you're married. You have Joanna. You get divorced. You become ill. How do you end up in Boston? Is it because we have the best hospitals because, in the world? Uh, okay, so then I work for the restaurants. Then, again, one day, just like Undercover Blossom in Stouffer's mm-hmm. Restaurant, and this guy comes in, and he's talking. He's looking at the different systems and things I put in as a dining room manager. And he says, you know, this company's in looking for good housekeepers. So I'm very, I'm saying, which company? And he said, well, Stouffer's. They didn't know that they owned Echoa Hotel. So he mm-hmm. said, I'd like to set you up for an interview for housekeeping. So then I went to work for Stopus. They set me up into housekeeping systems, moved me all over. They ended up sending me to Cleveland in Ohio, uh, which is the old show in Cleveland, built Oof. by Hardenberg. Dodged a bullet getting out of there. And really? a guy, um, a guy came, contacted me. His name was Alan Tremaine. He had the, um, the Copley Plaza in Boston, and it wow. was built by the same architect. And he invited me to come there and become housekeeper there, and I went there. Wow, so you were at the, the Fairmont Copley Plaza? I was yes. there for 10 years. That is like the, that's was, like the Park Plaza. I was actually ah, born I was at the there. Park I Plaza. Really? I, I yeah. ran the Park Plaza for 10 years. Here? Or the yeah. one in, in New York City? You guys are so the bougie. One, no, is that why you have two first names? There's uh, the Park <laughs> Plaza better in than Boston. People? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. I don't want to say yes. Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Copley <laughs> Plaza, 10 years. Colonnade, 10 years. Put a system in the uh, Bostonian Millennial Hotel for one year. Went to the Park Plaza. Park Plaza for 10 years. This place. What does this do to you? Okay, so I know that you're the manager, but you're the manager of like the downstairs. So if this yeah. is like Downton Abbey, uh-huh. you're the Mrs. Hughes. That's right. Bingo. Okay. So what does that do to a person's psyche? Because I am like 10 years into serving people as a bartender and I get I get really fucking it, I chafe for the big ha- time. for the Harry Potter fans that would make you Dobby mm. <laughs> yeah, probably yeah 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 I don't get that reference but that's yeah, yeah. the house elf yeah. oh, she agrees yeah. she's really yeah, perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the mother them mother yeah Man. yeah but so what does that do like did you did you mind being on the like downstairs end of things well here's the great thing about having an education is that you're doing a job and you know you're capable of better and you're smiling all the way to the bank while you're doing it okay did you ever feel like you should reach for the thing that you could do better or was it because you had kids why did you yeah it suited my lifestyle at Uh the time that's it and i know that the skills that i'm good i'm not good at technological like using computers and doing, which is the trend of the hotel industry now. Mm-hmm. We don't have people like I that would take reservations and write it down, put it in the book, and yeah. write things down on an electro writer. This room's checked out. This room's coming in. Now it's all, I'm not good at that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. Don't. Uh, I want to be with the people. I want to be showing. I want to be teaching. I want to be doing those things. Yeah. My mom was never, I remember getting, you got the I'm working the with languages and foreign. Wow. At Boston Park Plaza. But you never wanted to be the next, go no. to the next, no. the no. next step. No. Never. Which is interesting that you raised you, Jean-Pierre, mm-hmm. because from the, from as far back as I can remember, and oh my God, your son annoyed me so much in high school. Oh, yeah. I think because you were like. You weren't alone. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, because you were like. You were, you had that confidence of like I'm gonna go to the next thing. I'm gonna. You were the first person from our class to like be on like national TV, doing like CNN and MTV, and like it was interesting to watch you always be hustling, hustling, hustling. And even now, you have this Kickstarter growing, which is halfway through the month that you have to raise the money. Yeah, we've have, already raised about twenty eight thousand dollars, and we are supposed to raise fifty. So we're at fifty five percent, fifty six percent. 
Um, and today and we're recording we have, this on May 11th. Okay. So, so just have, to give people perspective yeah, on where that is, that number will be up by the time May you hear May 31st. This. Yeah. And you guys May 12th. can My donate. Duty Free Film. Go to Kickstarter and search Duty Free Film. But What is uh, it? We'll get there. Uh, you can go on Kickstarter What's it and called? search Duty Free Film. Duty Free Film. Yeah. Duty Free Film. And uh, we're trying to get to $50,000 so that we can finish shooting all the bucket list stuff, uh, ship this to festivals, try mm-hmm. and sell it. It's really powerful. I mean, I think a lot of people, a lot of people have already. Uh, rallied around it. We are on the homepage of USA Today today. No, uh, wow, Mazel. Yeah. He's a fucking hustler. ABC News, just like you. Um, yes, he's your, he's your son, Rebecca. Here's the answer to your, your question: Is you say how can you you know do this and why you don't move on to the next? And here's my answer: Is those that can do, those that can't teach. So this brings me to my next suggestion. <laughs> do you think I, you're a teacher? Wh- yeah, what if you taught? Or you think you're a I teacher? I had taught. I had taught. I have taken many, many immigrants, many French and Spanish people mm. who, without a word of English and taken them and taught them how to do a very valuable job, which is like a housekeeping. And many of them, well not many of them, at least five of them now have better jobs than I have. Mm. Does so that piss you off a little bit? Or no, that means you did it. Makes it does me feel, you did it. Makes me feel proud, Good. you know. That, that it should. And, and they also, not only can they do the job that they couldn't do before, but mm. they, they've moved ahead too. They, they've learned these, the, the computers and the skill sets that I don't have and, and nor have an interest well, in. What if you like really leaned in to being like a throwback person. Like, what if you taught etiquette or something? Like, there's a market yeah. for people to who learn want to learn. learn. But <laughs> there's a market for people who want to learn more traditional skills now because everything's so yes. impersonal and automated that's and, like, it. shitty. And do you know what I mean? Like, well, screw it. Teach people how to clean their own apartments. Well, that's oh, it, yeah. You should teach annoying <laughs> young people how to live. Because they're so annoying. You should see how I live, Rebecca. I don't cook. Like, I'm the worst. I haven't even paid my taxes yet because I forgot and then I got ashamed. But it's like, your life. help me. It's your lifestyle. Everybody Abacus has a right. You have one chance at life. For God's sake, live it the way that makes you comfortable, frees your map, and it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. It's true. This is your life. Thanks, Rebecca. This but is your life. Not everybody's supposed to be thin. So Not true. everybody's supposed to have a... The sound of a clean house is the sound of a wasted life. That's what <gasps> I think. Rebecca. I like it organized. But you, you, you're suffering so much, and, and I wish I could go back and, and undo some of my neurotic uh, ways because I've never heard a mom say that. Wait, I've literally never it's heard a mom. It's not what you teach again. Those that can do, those that can't teach, you teach your children. Yeah. You have to put this away and, and fold this up and make sure your whites are here and your colors are there and everything else. Hello. Right. But racially aside, like, how yeah. did you teach them? No. <laughs> well, so that's also interesting because you're a white British woman yeah. living in Boston, yes. which I don't know what you think about that city, but everybody else thinks it's the most racist city in the country. Uh, and I, having raised two children, I, I can test you. I've been, I've been there. I've been the brunt of racial Two non-white comments. children. Two non-white children. I mean, yeah. I first told somebody I was having, uh, 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 you know, it, actually it was, I think it was Gabrielle Champier, Gabrielle. And she said, well, Rebecca, you know, she said, the child will be black. She said, but don't worry, I'll still talk to you. <gasps> Whereupon the food I was eating, which happened to be scrud and whatever, everything. Very Boston. Flying okay. across the table. I don't give a monkey's foot. <laughs> Whether you Becca. talk to me or not. Language. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm not telling you the exact word I use, but it begins with an F and runs with truck. <laughs> <laughs> Fluck. So that was <laughs> <laughs> we got you, girl. Yes. Yeah. We'll just edit it in. And that actually comes up. Uh, my mom took a cla- hip hop class with a dancer from Hamilton. And for the movie. For the movie. That was you one of the regular side. Fabulous, by the way. In. You look so fabulous in the trailer dancing. Uh, yes, you it's a good look. I never I sent it to you twice. <laughs> <laughs> but you haven't paid your taxes, girl. So I get it. You're behind. I don't pay taxes. You're behind. You got to see it tonight. Uh, but that comes out. So each of these have a meaning obviously the bucket list items and we kind of go through it but we hear more about sort of what it was like to raise two black kids in the center of Boston in the 80s um, and hear more stories kind of about uh, that people hating and how my mom kind of pushed through it but she said one of the sweetest things I asked her if she was nervous you know like were you ever worried about raising two kids or having two children that were black and she said I was never worried I was only really ever worried that you would be both be girls and I wouldn't know how to do your hair you know those little bows I was thinking of the hair coming out and all those little frizzies and I used to see these little kids you know with with all these little different color brush I thought the hell I'm gonna cook on my fingers but thank god yeah you For more than one reason that there were boys in the head just growing. You see his head today. That's you just exactly let him run around looking like that. Yeah, Rebecca, exactly. great job. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw you two, and it was so surprising. It was in high school. You were walking up to the YWCA, yeah. and I didn't know who you were yeah. because being like a white kid from Boston, I just I, there was no way yeah, Champierre had a white mother. Yeah, 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 so I was yeah. like, who's Champierre walking Which is so funny with? because I assumed in, in high school that I was white. So the fact, like, so my identity, how I saw myself was not how everybody saw me and I never realized that until after college like I never realized that people looked at me and did not think either I was mixed or 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 I just never thought that you would have thought that I didn't have a white mom so funny yeah you do look tan but no no you don't look immediately have black you don't like you don't but I look black you don't look, look you don't look white right but right. that's also living here, and obviously, like I'm, I have seen a million like, mixed race people. <laughs> right. But if I hadn't seen that, I'd be like, "What a lovely tan on him!" Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'd have like a million reasons why you're white. Yeah. Like to be nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, what was it like for you, Jean Pierre, being raised by a white woman in Boston? Uh, I didn't know the difference. It's all you knew. It's all I knew. So there was nothing there. I think uh, I did. But I did realize in high school, this is very honest of me and really, you know, sadly honest, but I realized that there was power in whiteness and I was thankful that I had a white mom um, because and and, and I think in that way, I identified with being white. I thought I was white because white was powerful. Um, And so, yeah, it was always something that I made or at least tried to let people know. I mean, for for a while, Um, I was really proud of it Uh, and. I, uh, you know, and aside from just being proud of my mom, I was proud that my mom was white. Mm. Um, How do you identify now? Or like, I'm as a white nationalist. I mean, Jesus Christ, I hate myself for asking (laughs) it like that. But what are you like when people are like, "What are you?" You're like that's your signature question. Why do you hate it? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, I think it's such a funny question. I personally identify as biracial, but. If you were to ask me, in most situations, I would say that I was black. You know. So like on the apps, right? Are you on? Are you on any of the no, dating apps? No, never have been. Oh, you're not. Mm-mm. 
Okay, well, if you were to be yeah. on them, hypothetically, no, just Too kidding. <laughs> Do it IRL, yeah, yeah so much better. Right. Is okay. it? I don't know. I can't find anyone. I don't know. I have dated the same Rebecca, person for 10 years. Rebecca, be my matchmaker. Oh That's my what you can you do. Actually oh, yeah. So my Instagram picture, matchmaker, matchmaker, make me a match. <gasps> I'm putting this scarf on. you got to pull Oh, my God, off. Rebecca, that is such a genius idea. If you have experience with people, you know people, you love you people. You can be the matchmaker. Match people. One thing my mom said about love. I'm a match for myself. First. One thing my mom said about love to me that I think is really powerful and a lot of people, a lot, I think, like it is that I broke up with this guy once and I my mom left me a note. And this was actually the first time that I told my mom that I was gay as mm. well. So like I broke up with this guy and I was like, mom, somebody broke my heart. I really like, and she was like, oh, who? Aaron, who's like my best friend, who's a woman. And I was like, no, um, we'll talk after the show. And then, yeah. <laughs> and then anyway, she left me a note and she just said, you'll find somebody that loves you more than they love themselves. And that's something that my mom has always said to me since then is that when it comes to love, that you need to find somebody who loves you more than you love them. That's right. It's better to be like loved crazy. than to love. It's better to have been loved. Oh, well, because pining is vicious. Mm. Yeah, right. that unrequited sucks. is well, because you are not you you did not raise Jean Pierre and his brother with Jean Pierre's father, but you, no. Jean Pierre, have a relationship with your dad. Yeah, correct? yeah. I used to see him on the weekends. My mom had her heart broken m- many times. Did you date after that? No. Yeah. That, that was, was it. it. That was it, huh? I stopped seeing his father just before he was born. So she was pregnant with me. Wow. I was pregnant with him. Whoa. Yeah. Gabriel was born. God, how many years and wars have you been through? It's and crazy. I, um, I just, that was it. Okay. If I couldn't succeed with him, I couldn't succeed with any man. And I, no. And my whole life then was bringing them up. I didn't want any money from him. I didn't want anything from him. But one thing Why? is, Why not? their father was very good. I didn't want any any power a, control. Power at control. Yeah. Okay. He was very, he was very controlling. Oh. But he would see them on the weekends. He'd help them with the housework. He'd t- end up with their homework. He would take them out, and he was very good and strong that way. Very good, good dad, as far. not a good, good partner. dad. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. not good for me, mm. but and he still <laughs> to this day reaches out to to Gabrielle, who who is thirty four, mm-hmm. and um, he still reaches. He He's loves a, his children. He loves his children. God love him. He loves his children. We can't fault him for that. It didn't work for me, but it worked for his children. So now at seventy five, wow, here's my question for you: you. Um, Do you have an interest in dating again? Because you could be the star of your own reality show. Right. I mean, yeah, like, where's I your sex drive? Can we talk about second. this? Oh. Can we talk about that? Can I would we? love my mom to start dating again. That would be so cool. From Who has time? Yeah, <laughs> well, well, I, I mean, girl, you I know. Well, I hear it. You. Yeah. Like, you're it's, preaching to the choir. Uh, let me get settled first before I think about it. Let me know where, I'm, where you can call me, and I don't know whether I'll be here. I guess. <laughs> Rebecca, apparently a lot of women, I just don't want you to limit yourself, enjoy going lesbian. If you, uh, I yeah. mean, you could like double your potential. Yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah, I think, I think that's not for me. I mean, you don't know that, Rebecca. I remember <laughs> one time having been approached by somebody that night, and we were out driving a car, and all of a sudden she stopped the car and she put her hand on my knee, and Ooh, I never felt girl. such a. It's different uh, with a lesbian, though. You might want to go straight a, for a straight a, girl. A. <laughs> 
I'm just saying. Terrible fear in my heart. The vagina oh, no. seized and up. This is my very British. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, that's the most British I've ever heard anyone be. No, 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 no. That's how British vagina rejects it. Another time I was a girl in the bathroom and I'm washing my hands and she comes to wash your hands. No, you're so rude. Get the gay off. Was this a race thing? I was washing my hands and I had the soap on them. And the lady comes up to me and You're she so puts awesome. her hand. Has anybody tell you you have lovely skin? Oh, oh. <laughs> Rebecca, did you have lovely skin? Tried, you hate her? Tried oh to get out the bathroom, turning the knob, but my hand was scalding. So all people to be clear. You gave yourself third degree burns. Except for lesbians. No. <laughs> and you never <laughs> felt clean again. <laughs> I couldn't turn the doorknob of the bathroom because the soap was still on my Soap, is that what we're calling it? That was the end of that. <laughs> So no, I'm not. I don't. No, I. I All right, not for you. It's no. not for me. I, whatever anybody else chooses, that's their life. As I've said, right. live your life the way. It, but it's, get your disgusting it's not vagina away from me. I'm uh, <laughs> leading towards right now. And again, it's not disgusting for people that enjoy that. That's yeah, their life, and is. they're feeling how they are. Yeah. I cannot hate to judge people. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I had vagina panic recently. <laughs> Not in like a, like in a similar way. Girl, join the club. Where I could feel that some, like a woman I was with energy was turning like a little bit sexual yes, toward me. Yeah. That's unreal. And I was like, I don't want to do listen, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 This is not, I know this is hard to believe, but there are times where I'm out and oh, I know that a woman is interested in me. Like, I don't know how they can't yeah, tell Yeah, you're them. a hot guy. And I get so uncomfortable. Jean-Pierre, this is why this is a crock of shit from you because when we were playing <laughs> Fuck, Mary Kill at that one party, <laughs> I had to diplomatically choose my answer and I was like calculating it very carefully and I remember I <laughs> killed Tommy, bam, right away. Boom, I that said wasn't that hard. I would marry Michael Arsenault and I said yeah. I'd fuck you yeah. and you were like, really? And I was like, Jean-Pierre, <laughs> Look at you. Uh, a little bit of a half CRV. <laughs> an actor. In more than one way. So I don't buy your shit. Oh, I hate vaginas. I'm Jean-Pierre. I, mean, I, was, I don't believe I, you. I, I hooked up with women often. I mean, not often, but I did before I came out. And... Uh, but it's, it's, it was always uncomfortable. It was never never felt right. Shambia, you are a basket of fucking, like, fiercely protected secrets. And I just am <laughs> going to spend the rest of our lives trying to get we to We can the do core. this every yeah. week. Yeah, I would love it. <laughs> New podcast. Honestly. That's so funny you say that. Yeah. Fuck Richard Simmons. Where is Jean-Pierre Regis? <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know a lot more about my friends than they know about me, I think. Yeah, I but I, I love I getting to know you because once you get down to the fucking nitty gritty, you're a messy motherfucker. You're like, a kind, of, you. you're like a kind of five-star <laughs> hotel. Yeah, the whole time you get the messier. on the outside, but underneath everybody's fucking everybody. You You raised a beautifully messy son here. It's amazing. Yeah, it's wonderful. With a beautiful complexion. That's not me being yeah, who can fucking hustle thirty thousand dollars up in eleven days, twelve Thank days? You. That's yeah, a beautiful, yeah, yeah. Yeah. beautiful baby right here. Yeah, people yeah. don't hate you. Good job, Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's tons of disappointments, but every once in a while, <laughs> yeah. remember the chump oh, here does some good. I mean, he's disrespecting with that hair, but we... <laughs> yeah, honestly, where are we'll the bows? Well, she I always wants to put bows in black hair. Cut the day he was born, and it's Jew. My mom wants to cut my hair. Oh no, your hair is great. I know it's great. Yeah, I'm not gonna say this. Are you right, say it, say it, say it. Say I was going to say, say that it. my mom seems, yeah, we got to go probably, but she said um, one day she was cutting my hair and she was telling me how she, 
she always wanted to make a rug out of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and all of, I remember telling Don't this to my black friends, like totally un, like, <laughs> like unnoticing, like just, just random, like naively. And they were like, oh my God, your mom is racist. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, aren't we all? But it would make for a great rug. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? Just I would s- I would walk on that road. Nobody's ever said that to Shumia, me, so I'm going to go ahead and say, walk. not racist, <laughs> yeah. Rebecca. Just perceptive and okay. really smart. Rebecca, we play a game on this show called Fuck, Mary Kill, and it's a tradition. Literally everyone that comes on plays it. So we're going to give you three names, and you have to pick one person to fuck, one person to marry, and one person to yes. kill. Okay. okay, Donald Trump. Ooh, girl. Um, Barack Obama. Mm-mm-mm. And... Karen, George W. Bush. Okay. The last three American yeah, presidents. Mary, the so. last three, it's not Karen, it's, it's Okay, George w. Bush. so it would be Barack Obama is to... <gasps> okay. <laughs> she knows You know, you know. Classy lady. What's the, what's the next Mary. Tree? Mary. Uh, you have a type clearly, by the way. Well, <laughs> if the choice is up, it would have to be Bush. <laughs> Obviously. And the kill would be... Trump. It's, 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 you can't say that this felony, and you're you're definitely going to be deported if you say that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're exactly. an immigrant. No, 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 no revoking citizenship, no, girl. No, Watch right, out. Right. Watch out. Okay, so I'll do it too. Um, I'm obviously gonna. This is easy. Uh, Barack Obama. I mouth the two he out of respect. Deep throat, yeah. <laughs> I mouth <laughs> any hole. On <laughs> um, and then I am going to marry Trump because I have to tell you when he tweeted at Rosie O'Donnell that this was week, amazing. I realized, you know what? He's a fascist, but he is also a yeah. comic, and I need to yeah. laugh. And he's also hashtag unhireable, so. Yeah. Mm, and I'm going to kill George hearts. W. Bush because he takes his art too seriously. Fuck out of here. You can tell he thinks it should be in fucking MoMA, Karen. An yeah. embarrassment. Okay. I would. Okay. Now, here's the trick, Rebecca. Marion Tails fuck. So I would marry Barry O. Hello. Because <laughs> um, I got you, girl. And mm. I would Fuck George W. Only to be turned into a painting later, and he's like uh, really cool to hang out with. Yeah. Honestly, have you heard his interviews? Like he's funny. Yeah. the guy makes me laugh, uh. and that's more than I can say for Donald Trump. That's mm, so hard. Um, here's the thing, though. Twitter isn't the biggest fan of me, so if I killed. <laughs> You know who? I don't want to be a felony. Yeah. I don't want to yeah, be a yeah, felon. Yeah, yeah. But if I murdered him, I would be a hero to tens <laughs> of eggs right. on Twitter. Peace out. Peace out, Sean Pierre. Um, mine really quick. Uh, I would f George W. Bush. Don't I, be a pussy. Say fuck. Come on. Day. I think Get he the would. Fuck together. Yeah. <laughs> because I think he is actually not terrible looking. Um, I would marry Barack Obama, of course. Obviously. Black joy, black love. You guys would have one fully black yes, baby. One, well, he'd be three quarters probably, or she. Oh no, he'd be half. And then, he'd be half. Oh, you guys are both half. half. Oh my god, yeah. Half and half and half and half makes half and half. Why are we so dumb? And <laughs> then, um, I'm not. I got it on the first try. She got it from before the abacus. <laughs> I would kill 45. Okay, cool. Yeah. Way to brag about like You're knowing so what number he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard you. You uh, bougie bitch. <laughs> cool. Um, okay, so promote one more time. Oh, your yes, please, uh, please, 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 please. Uh, check out the Kickstarter. Yes. Um, it's oh, duty free film. If you search, you can watch the trailer and you can donate um, anything. Uh, you can pledge on behalf of your mom leading up to Mother's Day um, or after. And uh, there are some really, really cool incentives. So again, duty free film on Kickstarter um, and watch this journey as it unfolds. Yeah. 
Beautiful thing. Uh, thank you so much thank for being here. And it's so yes. nice to get to know you. You know, I've, I've known Jean-Pierre since Latin school in like the mid-90s. And, and I've seen you a few times. Yeah, <laughs> we've seen each other, but we don't know each other. Yeah, that's right. That's true. It's crazy because you're both white. Yeah. <laughs> you miss the meetings in Boston. <laughs> um, but it's so nice to get to know you, and I hope you don't think I'm too trashy. <laughs> oh, hey. I mean, you the basically told her this made a hood up that all different that. people. I'm not here to judge anybody. Mm-hmm. I enjoy everybody and everything that they can communicate. You're really okay. enjoyable. Yeah, okay. thank you so much, Rebecca. Up, yeah. And we it's really, really brave of you. We enjoyed you so much. Yeah, oh, so much. You. Yeah, yeah. And and happy Mother's, Mother's Day, Rebecca. Um, thank you. And happy Mother's Day to everybody. Thank you. Yeah, happy Mother's Day, you guys. Except for Jean-Pierre. As always. I'm not wishing it to you. As always, we're at Unhireable Show. Get at us. Tommy O'Malley, Camera Golis. Rebecca, you're a treasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you.